We just finished Daf Mem. We just finished Daf Mem Beis, which is today's Daf. And now, for all those who haven't heard the Shir or haven't learned the Daf, we are gonna do Daf Mem Aleph, which is the first day of Rosh Hashanah. And it promises to be a fascinating, fascinating Daf. More so on Amit Beis, it actually talks about the, it's the amazing Ashgacha Pratis that this daf was learned on Rosh Hashanah and has everything to do with Rosh Hashanah and gives us ideas and concepts in Yiddishkeit that are unbelievable. To me, at least, I don't know how to rate, it's not good to rate things like that, but let's call it top three Yisoid in Yiddishkeit. So here we go. We're holding the Mem Amit Beis, four lines from the bottom. V'Amar Rabba, Ki Avino Be Ravuno Iberilon says Rabba. When I asked Ravuno, Bar Be Rav the Yosef Betanisa BeMalik Shabbos. What about a Talmud Chacham who's fasting on Shabbos? He fasts on Shabbos. Maulash Lume. I'm sorry, Erev Shabbos. So. There's a Shiloh, today the, the Shulchan Aruch says we don't really fast anymore. Hasidim used to fast based on this Gemara. Tzadikim would fast on Erev Shabbos. Now, we know that it's an Isser de Raisa to fast on Shabbos. And it, this also has a little bit to do with Rosh Hashanah because, you know, a lot of places they have a, a, a Kiddush before Tkiyas because of this idea of not fasting and we'll see a little bit about that. What's the idea? What's the problem? Now, what comes out is very interesting. It's usher to fast on Shabbos even for a minute. But I go to shul. I'm in shul for three hours on a typical Shabbos, however long it takes. If it's chazanas or no chazanas. Isn't that fasting? I'm not allowed to fast for a minute. But I'm in shul for three hours. I'm forced there. I can't, I can't do anything. I'm like a moment. So what's the answer? The answer is, I, I also fast when I sleep. The answer is that if I say that I'm in a fast, I'm fasting right now, that's a problem. But if I'm just in shul, and I'm not eating, I could eat at any given moment. So here's the Shiloh. I'm fasting on Friday. When's my fast over? I'd say, yeah, I have to wait after Meirev usually, after nightfall. But those few minutes of nightfall, I'm fasting, and it's Shabbos. How could I fast on Shabbos even for one minute? I can't eat at that minute, because if I eat at that minute, I break my fast. So I'm forced to fast, and I'm not allowed to fast. Yeah, I go to Shul, and I daven l'chadoidi, and I'm fasting, but I'm not fasting. I'm not forced to. But when I'm forced, that's a problem. So, uh, a guy sitting in a tainus erev Shabbos. So, let's just be familiar with this word. Lashlume means finish it up into Shabbos. Go into Shabbos fasting. Finish the day. He didn't know. Also, the Rav Yehuda, and we have to remember this name. Rav Yehuda, who's Rav Yehuda? Rav's Talmud, Shmuel's Talmud. He didn't know. Let's figure it out 
Tishabov Shachali is Bishabas. What about Tishabov that falls out on the Shabbos? Vechain, top of Memal of Omedal, Vechain, Erev Tishabov Shachali is Bishabas. So, Erev Tishabov, we know we do Sudam of Sekis, and it's a very Shvacha meal. You can't eat meat, you can't drink wine, you can't have two Tafshilin, you have a little egg with it, but it's Shabbos. The, the, the Sudam of Sekis falls out on Shabbos. Erev Tishabov is Shabbos. Dalach is oichel v'shoyse kol tzarki. Do whatever you want. Eat as much as you want. Meat, wine. Umal ha'shulchonah after the kisudah shlomim b'shaita. You can have a suudah like shlomim ha'melechad. Why? Shabbos. I don't care about tishabov. Now this is our case right over here. Chalio is tishabov v'erev Shabbos. What if tishabov falls out on Friday? Listen to this. That's our shiloh. Could he finish the fast? all the way into Shabbos, and Mimela, he fasted one minute on Shabbos, whatever, a few minutes on Shabbos, or perhaps he has to break his fast on Friday. Wouldn't that be incredible? You have to break your fast on Friday. Tishabov, you're going to break it before Shkia. Says the Gemara, Chali is b'tishabov er Shabbos, mevin like a of oichel, he breaks his fast, says the Gemara. Breaks his fast. How? He takes an egg and eats an egg. He's not allowed to be starving. You, you, have, to, you have to make sure you eat. You have to not be fat, uh, starving. Well, that's not good coming into Shabbos. So he eats an egg on Tishabov. Believe it or not, on Tishabov. No, that's not Allah. That's what the Gemara says right now. In fact, the Gemara says, Yehuda, We were once in front of Rebbe Kiva. Same story. Tishabov was on a Friday. And it's getting really close to Shabbos and he's fasting. And he now had to go into Shabbos fasting. They brought him uh, an egg that you could spin. So if you remember, in Mishnah Shabbos, I brought two eggs to shear. I spun one, it flew around because it was, it was cooked. The other one was, it goes around one time and dies. So Mugugelis means that it can spin around nicely. It says Rashi, Tzluyaraka. It's like a, a runny, what do they call it? A runny something. No, soft boiled egg. A runny boiled egg. Soft boiled egg, okay. Basically, I, the, the way I understand it is because it's kind of gross. Most people don't like to eat that. And in fact, he didn't even add salt to it. It was really gross. The point is he wanted to break his fast by eating a kibetza. That's how you break a fast. He ate a kibetza on Friday, right before Shabbos, with a gross food called a soft-boiled egg without salt. And not because he was... He really had a taiva for it. He wanted to show the Talmidim Alocha. Now, Toysus, the top Toysus over here, says, and, and I have it over here, I think most of you should have the Rabbeinu Hanal on the side. He brings the Rabbeinu Hanano. And I'll read it inside. It says, Rebbe Kiva that year was very sick. The Rebbe brought Rebbe Kiva the Gemoya Beitzim Gugels Ba'achus Hayoyim. It's not halacha lemaisa that every tishabov that falls out on a Friday you're supposed to eat an egg. Virabiyudalay diktik. 
Rabbi Yehuda didn't pay attention. He didn't realize that Rabbi Kiva was very sick. And he didn't, he passed in the halacha based on not accurate information. Now, because of this piece of information that Rabbi Nechanal tells us, so we have a better understanding in the next line. Not true. I don't care what happened with Rabbi Kiva. Says Rabbi Yossi. Because based on Rabbi Nechanan, what happened with Rabbi Kiva was a one-time thing that he was sick, and that's why he broke his fast on Friday. On Tisha B'av, can you imagine eating an egg on Tisha B'av? Who would believe such a thing? Now, yeah, today it doesn't happen anymore. We, there's no Tisha B'av on Friday. The only fast that could happen in our days because of our cal- calendar is at Sarah B'tavis. This year. Very good. All right. So Mamela, Rabbi Yossi says, you umashlim. Again, the word umashlim means I finished my fast on Friday. I don't care that I'm going into Shabbos starving. I don't care that I'm fasting on Shabbos for a few minutes. It's more important, says Rabbi Yossi, to finish your Tisha B'av in a fast. Omele, Rabbi Yossi, says Rabbi Yossi, don't you agree to me when Tisha B'av falls out on Sunday? Right? Think about it. If it happens, right? Tisha B'av falls out on a Sunday. When does the fast start, Rabbi Yisai? Does it start when, the, when, the, when you see three stars outside? You'd be a fool if you waited for that. If you're eating Shal Shudas until three stars, you're going to break Tisha B'av. So what do you do? You've you got to take it back a few minutes. Let's say you go uh, five minutes, let's call it. You want to be mamish, uh, five minutes. But you're middle of Shal Shudas. So think about it. You just ate mamish, like you fressed like a chazer because you're lado, because it's Shabbos. You have all the foods in the world. You push it. You can't put another, if you put one uh, uh, grain of salt into your throat, you're going to throw up. That's how full you are. Says Rabbi Yossi, it doesn't matter. If I am telling myself that I cannot eat anymore. Why? Because right now is Tisha B'av. Right now I must start my fast with Tisha B'av a few minutes early, meaning part of Shabbos and fasting. You agree with me that you have to stop a few minutes earlier? And we had this lashon a few times already. Aval means, yeah, you're 100% right. You have to stop a few minutes before Shabbos goes out. Oh, I got you. What is the difference if you must stop five minutes before Shabbos is over? We close shop, we say no more eating. Isn't that fasting on Shabbos? And what you're saying, and fasting all the way going into Shabbos on Friday. So Zariah says, Rabbi Yaisi, you finish your fast on Friday. And we don't care. You're allowed to fast on Friday, just like you're allowed to fast on Shabbos. If you're allowed to fast on Shabbos, that means five minutes at the end of Shabbos, you're allowed to fast. So you're allowed to fast five minutes on Friday night. I'm not worried about fasting into Shabbos for five minutes. So what's the obvious answer to what Rabbi Yossi said? What's the connection? He's mamish satiated. He, he just ate like we all eat at a Sudam of Sekhis and Yom Kippur. We eat and we eat and we eat and more water and more water. We're going to the bathroom for a half hour straight afterwards, right? We mamish eat, we can't eat anymore. 
So of course he could stop for five minutes before and it's not considered fasting. But the guy just fasted the whole Friday. He's in a 24-hour fast. He's, he's going to arrive in Shabbos completely, what's the word, emaciated. Yeah, he's, he's completely, what's the word? Somebody? No. Dehydrated? No, I said emaciated. Okay, whatever the word is. He comes in, mamish, starving. He's 24 hours in a fast. That, that's awesome to come into Shabbos like that. Isn't that a very good taina, what, what they told him? And a second later it says, No, it's a great taina, he's right. But still, Rabbi Yossi is right. Why? Because of what we said before. The point is not how full you are. The point is when I don't allow you to eat because halachically you can't eat, so you could be as full as you want, but right now I put you in a fast. I put you in a halachic fast. And I said, halachically you cannot put one more piece of food in your mouth. You can't take another drink. That's a fast. And that's ulcer. And if it's mutter, and if you're telling me that's okay, and everybody said, aval, it's okay. It's okay to be in a halachic fast. So then it's okay to be in a halachic fast, Erev Shabbos as well then I'm allowed to go into Shabbos starving. There's no difference if I'm starving or completely full. The point is not inui me'una. The word me'una is not so good here. The word is fasting and not fasting. Bottom line is, if I'm allowed to fast five minutes at the end of Shabbos, even though I'm very, very full, it's still called fasting. So I'm allowed to go five minutes from Friday into Shabbos, fasting halachically, and yes, you're right, you're very hungry, it doesn't matter. Fasting is fasting is fasting. It doesn't matter before Shabbos. It doesn't mean you add it on Shabbos. If I'm allowed to do it on Shabbos, then I'm allowed to do it Arab Shabbos. And that's why the Allah is like Rabbi Yossi. Says the Gemara, Wait a minute. You just told me that Allah, Ula says the Allah is like Rabbi Yossi. Wait a minute. This is a very, very long Mishnah. Uh, I don't remember such a long Mishnah in a long time. Ibn Sechtas Tainas. And all the way at the end of the Mishnah it says, you don't make a tainus ala tzibur b'rosh chodosh. You don't decree a tainus on Rosh Chodesh, b'chanukah, u'bepurim. What's the common denominator of these three things? There are special days, Rosh Chodesh, Purim, Chanukah, but they're not Yom Tovim. It's not a mayad. You're not mechuyiv to have a meal on Hanukkah. You're not mechuyiv to have a meal on Rosh Chodesh. You might be mechuyiv to have one on Purim. But it's not a regal, it's not a moed. It's a lighter kind of day uh, in terms of yantav. So don't make a tainus on those days. Vimitchilu. And again, if you just came to Shir to hear this simple Rashi, because if you were reading it just from the art school, maybe... I don't know, I didn't look in the article to see this one, but I'm assuming that if it says, uh, why is he on the screen? I guess if I see him, a lot of people see him. He's, he's listening to this, okay, very good. That guy should be on the screen, yeah. So if, if you start, you think that it means if you started the fast. No, it means if you start a set of fasts. In other words, a person decides I want to have a fast every Monday and Thursday. Whatever, whatever his thing is. And he's starting two months before. Not realizing that one of the Mondays is Purim. He forgot. That's Vim 
he started a month ago his fast, not today. The, he started a certain set going in, Eid Mafsikin. Then you got to go with your set. You, you have something going, go with it. Divrei Ribigam Liel. Excuse me. Comes Rameir and explains Rameir Liel. Even though he says, you fast, what does that mean, Mashlimim? Mashlimim, until now we were saying, means you go all the way into Shabbos fasting. So on Purim, Chanak and Rishchaydish, ain't Mashlimim. You don't finish the day. Very interesting. You fast. Let's call it, uh, just pretend it's 24 hours. But we start from the morning. 24. So you do 23 hours and, and 52 minutes, whatever it is. You, you do most of it, but you have to break it all the way at the end. You don't finish it off. Why? It's Purim. It's Hanukkah. You don't do it. Listen to this. If Tishabov falls out on a Friday, you don't go into Shabbos hungry. You break the fast. You eat an egg without salt. So, after he's nifter, and he told everybody, this is what you do, comes Rabbi Yeshua, and he says, no, you must finish the fast. You must finish the fast. So, yeah. Before he passed in, like Rabbi Yossi, will it pass in like Rabbi Yossi, that you break the fast before Shabbos? Yeah, what are we passing before? Um, no, that you're allowed to fast on Shabbos, you're allowed to fast it. Okay, fine. No, so you're passing good. Nichnaz Yerushua offers Dvarav. Comes Yerushua and says, no, you have to be mashlim. Omar Rabbi Yochim and Nuri. Araglav Omar, Chaziano, Debosar Reisho, Gufa Ozil. The body goes after the head. And this is on Rosh Hashanah we were learning this. The, the entire year goes after the beginning on Rosh Hashanah, right? It's, it's Mardik. The whole body goes after the head. The whole year goes after the head of the year. In other words, after Rosh Hashanah, whatever you do on Rosh Hashanah, that's why they say you shouldn't take a nap on Rosh Hashanah. Too late this year. Next year, don't nap. Don't have kavana, chesed, don't fight. Who said? Ein Mishnemuru. Zoya or not? Okay, if you're not Maharaj, then you have to ask uh, Rabbi Pesson. You can't look at the whole Mishnemuru. That's fine. That's fine. No, no. For people who don't know how to read Mishnemuru, you're right. 100%. You should ask Rabbi Pesson. Okay, yeah. No, no. I'm saying. I'm just saying. You're right. You, you, you could ask Rabbi Pesson. It's fine. Okay. Don't think twice about it. But I, I, I recommend you should read, because you know, you actually learn Mishnemuru every day, so I don't know what, what you're asking. I don't learn Mishnah every day, like you. You learn Mishnah and you're going to ask your peasant, what's with you? This is my friend, he's just reading from the Mishnah he's just quoting what the Mishnah says. So I'm telling you, look yourself in the Mishnah What do you need him to, to read it for you? He's not arguing with the Chavetz Chaim, is he? Okay, so, so you could look by yourself what the Chavetz Chaim said. I know what you want. You're going to ask him. The whole year goes based on Rosh Hashanah. And if you ask for a person Rosh Hashanah, you're going to be asking for a person the whole year. 
כל יום אפשר רבי גמליאל קבענו הלוך כמו ישראל, איך שבאת מבקש לבטל דבורו. רבי גמליאל's entire life, we passing like רבי גמליאל. דנאי משלימים. According to the mayor, we don't, we break the fast. And you're telling me that you should be mashlim, you shouldn't break the fast. We don't listen to you. We already passed on the Gemara. And nobody said a word to Rabbi Yechim You're right, we go like Rabbi Gamliel. Says the Gemara, very interesting. Even so, when Rabbi Gamliel was alive, we went to Rabbi Gamliel that you break the fast. That you don't break the fast of Shabbos, you go Tishabov into Shabbos hungry. What? Is that a fact that when he was alive, everybody greeted Rabbi Gamliel? I got to use this sparingly. It's not a joke. Little sips. Mm-mm-mm. It's a joke. It's a joke. It says in Gemara, Votanyor, Elizabeth, Sodok, Ani, Mibne, Snob, Ben, Binyamin. So very interesting. There was a family, Snob and Binyamin, who they donated wood to the Beis HaMikdosh, to the... Oh, okay, not bad. They donated wood, and then there was Zoycha to have their wood brought on Asara Ba'av. What day is Asara Ba'av? Matzit Tishabav. So... They made it a yantif. They made it a yantif for the rest of their lives, forever, for generations. Asarba became a yantif. It's like a derabanan yantif. Pamachas chal tishabav liyos b'shabos. Now every time, every year, it worked well. Tishabav, they had a fast, and then they had yantif. Now that's a problem right there. Why is that a problem? You hear, Levi? Why is that a problem? Tishabav is a fast. Asarba is a yantif. That's our sugya. Could you go into a fast? You fast into a yantif. You're not allowed to fast even for a minute in, in yantif. Says the Gemara. So one time, We pushed off that year that Tishabah fell out on Shabbos. It was a nitcha to Sunday. And what do they do? So, Tishabov fell out on their Yantif. Asarabov is their Yantif. They have a Tishabov on their Yantif. We fasted and we did not, and we broke the fast. Why do we break the fast? Because it's our Yantif. We can't fast the full Tishabov on our Yantif. We broke the fast. Says the Gemara, and the Gemara's Medayak, time the Yantif, Erev Yantif, Mashlimim. But on a regular year, every single year, how did they have Tishabov go into their Yantif? It doesn't say that they broke every single year the Tishabov. Only that particular year they broke the Tishabov because it happened to be that it was, the whole day of Tishabov was on Asarabov and it ruined their Yantif. But on a regular year, it was okay with them that Tishabov went into their Yantif for a few minutes. Ah, if Tishabov goes into the Yantif for a few minutes, they should break it. According to Rabbi Gamliel, you break, you break Tishabov, you don't fast the whole Tishabov. And when did they live? Snov, Ben Yamin, in the, in the generation of Rabbi Gamliel. 
So you see that even when Gamaliel was alive, not everybody agreed with him. I shouldn't say it's obvious, but we're talking about a made-up yontif. It's only their family snub. And you know what the halacha is on a made-up yontif like that? If somebody feels like fasting for two, three hours on a yontif, making mamish a fast, he's permitted. He's permitted to make a fast. Oh, so if he's permitted to fast for three hours, why shouldn't he be able to fast for five minutes? As as Yontif comes in, the Mechabal, their special Yontif Asar Ba'av, they're fasting for five minutes. Nishke Ferlach. If they can fast for three hours, they can fast for five minutes. Then if you could fast for a few hours, you could finish off the Shabbat and not break it. Shabbos, but our sugya, we started off asking, what if a Tamad Chacham is fasting Erev Shabbos, he's fasting, going into a regular Shabbos, since you're not permitted to fast even for one minute on Shabbos, and therefore you can't fast that one minute where Friday connects to Shabbos. You can't fast. You can't call it a fast. Omer Av Yosef, how many times do we have this in Shas? I can't count. I can't do a search because it's always different Lashayinus. But, it's many, many times. Maybe next time around. Oh, we should start over here start counting. How many times did Rav Yosef say, Lo Yashemi I forgot. Rav Yosef was very sick. And as he got older, he forgot all his learning, or his, a lot of his learning. And many, many times, it's a bayo, especially a bayo, who reminds him and says, No, you did teach us this halacha, and you taught it to us here and there. He brings it back to him. Omra of Yosef, Lo Yashemi I never heard of this. That what? The, what Ulo said, that Allah is like Rabbi Yaisi, that you finish off the fast. Not like Rabbi Yomlil. You finish. You don't break the fast. Omer Abaya, let me remind you, Rabbi, you did tell it to us, you once told it to us, you nebuch, amnesia, whatever it's called, old age. You told us that Mishnah. You told us the Mishnah. That you cannot decree a new fast on a, on a, on a Rish Chodesh and a Purim and a Hanukkah. And you explained to us on that. And Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Rabbi Here, Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Rabbi. This is Rameir in the name of Rabbi Gamliel. Chachamim argue. When he said, that Chachamim argue and say that you should finish off the fast. So again, Rabbi Yaisi, Ula says, the is, you finish off a fast. Says Rabbi Yaisi, I don't remember such halacha. You told it to us. You said that Chachamim say it. And the Allah is like Chachamim, right? And L'chayra, what you meant is on everything, on the whole sentence. On Chanukah, on Purim, on Rosh Chodesh, and on Erev Shabbos, that's our case right now. Lai. That's not what Rav Yosef said it on. Achanukah Upurim, and not on Erev Shabbos. That on Erev Shabbos they would agree that you don't finish the fast. You break the fast. Hachinamim Istabra, and I'll prove it to you. The Salkadaydo Chakulu, because if 
Chachamim argue on the entire set on Erev Shabbos as well. Habayi minei Rabbi Merav Yehuda v'loi Pashat lei. Rabbi asked Rav Yehuda. That's how we start off the daf today. The question was, what happens if a Tamad Chacham is fasting on Erev Shabbos? And Erev Shabbos goes into Tisha into He's fasting a fast on Erev Shabbos and it goes into Shabbos. Should he finish his fast on Erev Shabbos or should he break it the last minute? And what does the Gemara say there? Rav Huda didn't know to answer and Rav Yehuda didn't know to answer. But Rav Yehuda just a second said over in the name of Rav what the Allah is. The Allah is Mashlim. You don't break the fast. Review the look at the words. Who says it? Omar Rav Yehuda, Omar Rav. So you're asking Rav Yehuda, Shaila, and he says, I don't know. What do you mean, I don't know? He said, I know very well. My Rebbe Rav told me that you're Mashlem. You don't break the fast, Erev Shabbos. So obviously, he wasn't talking about Erev Shabbos. That's the right. Obviously, he wasn't talking about Erev Shabbos. We're turning to Daphim and Alvam and Bez by our new sponsors. Number one, sponsor number one, Mark Steinberg. Schus for Shidduch for his son, Yitzchak Pesach ben Meir Yosef, he should be Zoych for Shidduch Bekaroi. And Mr. Anonymous, that's Loch in Yiddishkeit, Schus for his family to be Torah Dikid Jews. Oh, says the Gemara, Ulatameich. Is that a good raya? They tell me Rav Yehuda didn't know the answer, some stomach. Rav never said the halacha on Erev Shabbos. Otherwise, he would have said the answer. In the name of Rav Huna, Rav Huna is also the first one that says, I don't know the halacha. And all of a sudden, Rav Marzuzbra knows the halacha in the name of Rav Huna. When they ask Rav Huna, he says, I don't know. If somebody's fasting on Friday, going into Shabbos, should he finish the fast or should he break his fast? I don't know. And over here, Marzuzbra says, in the name of Rav Huna, Mashlim, halacha misano mashlim. You finish your fast, you don't break it. You didn't know the answer. Ella, we must say. So when Marzutra said in the name of Ravuna, it's because there's two periods in Ravuna's life. A period he didn't know the halacha, and a period afterwards that he found out the halacha. So too, Achanami, Rav Yehuda. There was a point when they asked Rav Yehuda, and he didn't know. But later on, he heard from Rav Mefurish that Mashlim, you don't break a fast. It's okay. He was younger. He didn't know. Like Gershon. He asked Rav Pesin, and now he knows the halacha. Fine. And this is the Marzutra that we just mentioned a second ago. And this is how we pass it. Miss Anin Umashlimin. So a person's fasting on Friday, which is going to happen this year. You don't break the fast on Asar Batavis the last minute just to not go into Shabbos hungry. The halacha is Mashlimim, you finish the entire fast. Givaldik, Hajan Allah Bechoma Arvin, Hajan Allah Bechoma Arvin, Hajan Allah Bechoma Arvin, and Raboisa, here we go. Beautiful sugya. Should the, make a note of this sugya here. Yeah. Oh, good point. The lacha is that you're not allowed to make a suuda erev Shabbos. You don't make a suuda erev Shabbos. 
There are people that, that do, they call it toyameha, a whole thing. They bring out the kugel and the chond and the whole zach. It's not so halachically uh, but you certainly should not go into Shabbos starving. So it's a th- you don't have a suda, you don't eat a lot, you don't because st- you want to go in with a with a with a taiva to eat, but also you don't go in starving. Says the Mishnah, I love this Mishnah. If Goyim lift a guy up, unfortunately, it's unfortunate. This is crazy. shed. A shed goes in, or otherwise known in English like a mental illness. A guy is like uh, schizophrenic or something. He pushes, he doesn't, he's not controlling himself. And he brings himself out of the tchum. Or the guy and bring him out. So they're both shaking. He finds himself outside of the tchum, he only has four amas. But what if they bring him back? So this is a tremendous chiddush. If they bring you back into the tchum, so nothing happened. You pretend it never happened. They took you out, they bring you back. If they take you out, they re- you, you remain there, you could only go four amas. But if they bring you back, then everything is givaldig. Wow. Shalom Aleichem. I just want to say hello to a few people here. I see my Swedish friend. Are you still in Sweden? He doesn't hear me. Okay. Fine. In Avi Mandelbaum, the, the Baltic Air. How many mistakes, Avi? Show me with your fingers. How many mistakes did you have? You had one? Zero. See this? Zero. The nace. Anyway, fine. Mamish Nisim and Aflois. It's, uh, it's the, the rookie's luck. The, the rookie's always, you know, they, they, the first time you give somebody a chvez, put him up to bat, he'll hit a home run. That's how it goes. Says the Gemara, What if they take this guy and they bring him to another city? I blew all, I don't know how many coils. I blew whatever the sitter says to blow. What? Oh, a hundred. <clears throat> okay, fine. Zero experience. I know it's killing you. Mavi, it's killing you. This amateur. Anyways, here. We have this. Uh, this is, we, we had this before. This is called the deer. This is an enclosed area that you take your animals. You put them on the grass here. So they, they uh, the manure, whatever. Okay, fine. To fertilize the field. And then, this is a temporary one. It's the same idea. And this is the permanent one. This is where they live. Here's a house. We spoke about it extensively in other sugyas. Over here the point is that there's a offense. So it's like a Rosh Hashanah So that's what we had on Dafmin Beis, which we learned before. But we're not going to tell people on YouTube that we learned it before. Lomashana. Oh, I'm supposed to say, Lili Nishmas Imi Merosi Rusbas Mordechai. Very good. I appreciate it. Thank you. But that's on Amad Beis. But it, it's, it's better later than ever. Mahalach is Kula. What? Oh, you showed it. Okay. Mahalach is Kula. He has the entire 
Rishus Hayochid. Rabbi Shua He's stuck in a little box, Dalar Amas, that every human being has, no matter where he is, even if he's in Rishus Harabim, he has Dalar Amas. That's it. Why? Because Rabbi Kiva holds that right that he's in a Rishus Hayochid, but you have to be in that Rishus Hayochid, you have to be kind of Shvis in that Rishus Hayochid before Shabbos. They put him there on Shabbos. He doesn't have the right to to Shpir Zacharum over there and then be Metayel around his Rishus Hayochid. Ma'isa Shabo Mepaldasrin Vifligas Vinasam Bayam. They came to this famous port. And what happened was, let's see if I have the picture here. For some reason I don't see it. Maybe it's here. Oh. Yoni draws it very nicely. And basically, their ship came in, but it blew away from the wind. Okay? So here's the ship. It's, here's the port. And they got blown away. Vifliga means that it went from the shallow to the deep, so it was blown away. They decided, it's like this deer that we just had, they had the entire ship. And we learned already at the end of the Sugan Membeis, Machloikas, is it the walls that are kind of, or is it because the ship moves fast, and you keep on getting four amas? Hilchus Kula. As you see over here in the picture, Rebbe Kiva holds, you get this little box, that's it. And Rebbe Gamliel gets, he got the whole thing. According to Rebbe Gamliel, you get everything. According to Rebbe Kiva, you get this little box. The Gemara is going to discuss, what does this mean? Chumrah. Either they hold that it's mutter, or they hold that it's asr. Why is it a chumrah? Says the Gemara... It says the Mishnah. They didn't get into the port. Rashi says, Nomel, Porta. He uses that Lashem. So they come in, they're very busy. They're constantly on these ships. A lot of mice with them on the ships. All these Tanoim, the famous Tanoim. They show up into the port when it's dark already. It's already Shabbos. Are we, were we in the Tchum when it became Shabbos or not? I noticed, and look how Yoni draws this. And this is accurate based on what we're going to have in the Gemara. He's looking in the telescope. He's looking, not a telescope, but more like a tool it's a device that you look through, it's a scope that could tell you the distance you are from the shore. And this scope tells me that I'm less than 2,000 amas from the shore, and in Mela, I'm part of the city. So you can debark whatever the word is from a ship, I have no idea. What? Disembark, whatever, is that the word from a ship? Disembark from a ship. Because, yes, it was traveling, but was, it was within the tchum of the city. Rabbi say, ah, here we go. There are three things that will make you lose your mind and make you rebel against HaKadosh Baruch Hu, 
your master, your koinoi, the one that owns you. That's koinoi. How many of you notice today, today, in Tashlich, we daven about these three things? It says, Ruach it says that Lashon. In other words, we're asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu in Tashlich. And it's very important to notice. On Rosh Hashanah, again, back to Rosh Hashanah. We're asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we shouldn't lose our mind. Because once we snap, it's too late. Then we're not, we're not, uh, we're not in the parish anymore. You, you can't do mitzvahs if you snapped. And you can't daven when you snap that you shouldn't be snapped. You don't even know that you snapped. So you need to daven beforehand. On Rosh Hashanah, you need to daven for these things. You need to daven. I should have a normal brain. How many people, Rahman Islam, nervous breakdowns, all these things. You don't want to snap. You snap, it's all over. It's, it's too late at that point, unless you heal. But when you're in a snapped matzah, you're snapped. So you got to daven beforehand on Rosh Hashanah. That what? The goyim could force you. Uh, goyim could mean movies, that kind. No, not over here. It means they force you to do some bad stuff. Viruach ra is mental illness. A shade. Rashi calls it a shade. Comes into you and drives you crazy. Vidigduke anius and struggling with parnasa. Struggling with parnasa could cause a person to be oyval das koinoi. Unfortunately. They'll, they'll, they'll cause him to lose it, to snap, or to rebel against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Gemara is just telling us uh, information. Oh, it's not too late. Aserisi made tshuva is also a time that Dishra Hashem be matzai. It's right here during the Aserisi made tshuva. Special rachamim, our tefillah works. Says the Gemara, Shloishin ein Royim Pnei Gehenom. Unreal. There are three people that are not going to Gehenom. They're not going to see it even. Eloheim. It depends. If you want, you have all three of these. I don't know. Maybe all four. If a person struggles with Parnosa, the Choyli Ma'ayin, and a person who has intestinal disease, Varoshos. And if he has creditors, those people are constantly knocking on the door, or nowadays they constantly call you on the phone, credit card, credit card, what's with you? When are you going to pay? Running away from debt. It's, it's incredible because a person thinks to himself, Oi, I wish I was wealthy. I wish this. I wish that. But the Dukiya Neos, being poor, is what saves a person from Gehenna. Unbelievable. A person who has a bad wife. And it could be, I mean, the bad wife is the extreme example because the bad wife is within the, your Dalit Amas your whole life. You go home to her, you're there with her, you're always with the bad person. But it could be a bad child, it could be a bad neighbor, bad employee, bad employer. In other words, these people that cause you pain and aggravation, 
They save you from Gehenim. Now, Isha Ra is Mamish. She'll save you. It's interesting to note. It's not really spoken about, and maybe it's a little taboo, but, you know, that's what I'm all about. The Chazanish is known, he married a woman who wasn't a hundred. Let's call her not a hundred. And what's very interesting is that he was engaged and he knew that she was not with it. But he held that it's a bigger issue to break an engagement than to get divorced. And he suffered his whole life from it. He also suffered from B'nai Ma'ayin. He had a terrible intestinal disease. He used to learn a lot laying down. But it's unbelievable. Isha Ra that could cleanse you from Gehenna. I don't know if that was one of his experiences. I wouldn't call her Ra, but she was not a hundred. Caused him a lot of tzar. V'idach. And what is the... So how come it's, if it's such a powerful thing, Isha Ra, a woman who drives him crazy every day. So how come it's not in one of... It says three things. Anios, Cholim Roshos, people that, that credit, but it doesn't talk about Ishara. So how come he doesn't bring in Ishara? says the Gemara, Ishara, Mitzvah Ligarsha. It's a mitzvah to divorce such a woman. So you're not going to come to the, you know, my favorite, my, one, of, one of my favorite jokes. It's a mitzvah to say this joke over as many times as possible. I actually, I was once honored in Chicago at a dinner, and I said this, but I turned it around. I said it about my wife. Sort of, and I said that my wife, I got, but I, the bottom line is that the whole place is on the floor. I said that my wife went to a Rav and asked the Rav, what should she do? She was Ivan Avera. What kind of kaparas? The Rav said, go, go marry the biggest Meshuggan in town. So she went around and she found me. So, she marries me, and I was such a good husband, you know, the first few days, mamish, I was nice, this, that. And I see that she's not, she's like, she's, she's not, what's going on here? She's not going to get the kapara that the rough promised her. The guy's normal. The guy's mamish. I bought her flowers, the whole thing, breakfast in bed. So finally she plotses, and she said, uh, I, heard, I heard things about you. Why, how are you so normal? She said, you think that because of me, you're going to get Ganeiden? No way. Not for me. But anyways, so this Ishara, you have to divorce Ishara. Zimnin, Vidach Zimnin, Sometimes you can't divorce her. Sometimes you're stuck with the Ishara. Why? Too expensive. What if you're promising the Ksuba a lot of money and you really can't afford it? So you're stuck with her. Inami or Isleibanimino. Person has children with her, can't divorce her. Rabboisai, here comes the Yisoid. One of the biggest Yisoidists in life, period. What's the Nafkimina if, if you don't get Gehenna from it? You do. Three, four. Says the Gemara, Likabule Me'ahava. Oh. To accept the Gzardin, to accept. The whatever Yisur Makosh gives a person, whether it's struggling for parnasa, whether it's a terrible wife, a terrible child, whatever it is, to accept it beahava, it's unbelievable. I think if we think about it a little bit, most of us go through Yisurim. 
Right? Everybody has their little peckle, their little thing. It would be a shame to miss the opportunity. The Gemara says you, sh- you should accept it me'ahava. And if you don't accept it me'ahava, then you don't get the benefit of these isurim. These isurim are there to, to, to clean you and not to see Gehenim. As a, as a crazy, far-fetched example, again, taboo. One of my friends, unfortunately, lost their child in a, in a drowning accident. And a relative of his called me up to tell me that it happened that day. And they were crying on the phone. They said, why did Hashem do this? Why? Kid is so young, a four-year-old. How old was she? Six or four? I don't remember anymore. Four? You just can't. Why did Hashem do it? She was nifter at six. It happened when she was four. She lived for, for like, as a vegetable. Why did Hashem, mamish tainas, and I'm trying to, and I think, listen, everybody, if she would have accepted it, then and there at the same, at that mil, then you get the full benefit of, of God. If a person accepts it 10 minutes later, you get benefit, maybe not the same amount. But 10 years later, it would be a shame and a, and a waste if this person still has that time on the Kaddish Baruch Hu. You know what I'm saying? That's an extreme, and you can't judge a person in such a matzav. But it's a, it's a, it's a for life. You have to accept it. The, the Yisurim are there anyways. You might, well, you might as well benefit from it. There are three people that are nifter as they're talking. In other words, without any... Without any warning, all of a sudden, poof, the nifter. I find this also, uh, it's very scary. Velohain, what are they? Choylimai, people that have intestinal disease. I could say maybe my mother, who had uh, pancreatic cancer, it's the intestinal. It's like this. It, it's, it's unfortunately very, very quick. Vechayo, and a woman who gives birth, it's very quick. Vidraikon. And this is a little scary. If you look at Rashi, Hidroikon, Choyliapeh. And the first thing that I thought about is our neighbor, Mrs. Epstein, who had a Choyliapeh. And she was mama, she was with us and talking and everything. And all of a sudden, boom! This mama is a Gemara right over here. It happened within a day. She was up and then she was nifter. Hidroikon, Choyliapeh. Why does the Gemara have to tell us that these people are nifter quickly? Okay, the science, what's the nafkemina? So you go by tachrichim. What does that mean? Go by tachrichim. They'll be nifter, and there's a lot of chavri kedishas out there that will sell you tachrichim. Why do I need to know about this disease? I should run around as soon as somebody has a chayla pash and run to the tachrichim's door. The Gemara is telling us a big side. When a person has one of these diseases, he has to start taking care of his business. He doesn't know when it's going to happen. So immediately he has to write a tzavah, he has to pay back his chayvahs, he has to get his stuff in order, because he doesn't know when it's going to happen. Says Shmuel, if a person deliberately goes out of the tchum, he had no right doing it, so he only gets four amas. Pshito, hashto. Now, if you think about it, look what the Mishnah says. First words in the Mishnah. Mishoy tziyu nochrim, ein lo'elah, hechziru kilulu yatzah. So the Mishnah tells us a story. 
Goyim pick up this guy. Imagine, he's at the Shabbos meal. Goyim come in, lift him up, bring him out of the Tchum. Ah, and they start laughing at him. You can't move, you can't move. Now, they do him a favor and they bring him back to his house. But the Mishnah says two things. The guy brought him there and the guy brings him back. What if he himself went there and the guy brought him back? Or what if the guy brought him there and he said, what am I, sugar? I'm going to stay outside in the desert the entire night? He runs back home. Is he allowed to go wherever he wants? What's the obvious answer? The Mishnah says only when it happened both ways. There and back by a guy. And if you yourself, if you want to be medayik from a Mishnah, if you yourself do any one of those ways, whether you went there deliberately and the guy brought you back, or the guy brought you there and you went back, l'chaira, you can't go anywhere. It's only when you have that condition of the Mishnah. So let's go through it here. If the guy brings you there, you only have four amas. Okay, so that's the first case in the Mishnah. So of course, if you go by yourself, you, don't, you can't go anywhere. What happened was the guy brought you there, and you came all the way back. Isn't that also in our Mishnah? It says, it's dafka echziru hudekiluyatza. Only when the guy did both. Alitu nachrim v'chazal adas. What if the guy brought you there and you decided to run back home? Ein leladanas. You were over and chum. I don't care how you got there. So it's, it's a big rachmanus that they brought you there, but you need to stay there. And if you come back, you don't get your full two thousand amas. You only get four amas. Elaima. Maybe the pshat is yatzal adas. You went there. You were over on the avera. You went out of the chum. And the guy brought you back. And if that's the case, what's the big chiddush over there? The Mishnah says two things. They brought him there and they took him back. And if any one of those things you did by yourself, Okay. I would think that the Mishnah is telling us two separate halachas. Nachrim is halacha number one. Hechziru is halacha number two. In other words, if the goyim took you one way and you came back by yourself, I think that that's a, a different halacha. That if you went by yourself and the goy brought you back, maybe... It's as if you never even went anywhere and you could go as far as you want because the Mishnah is telling you two separate halachas. He says, no, the Mishnah is telling us one halacha. The only way that you could do whatever you want and go wherever you want is if the guy brought you there and brought you back. But if you went by yourself and the guy brought you back, no good. Two more lines. What if a guy is stuck in the desert in the four amas? He can't go anywhere. But he needs to go to the bathroom. Now, he can't go to the bathroom in front of everybody. That's embarrassing. This is a mitzvah in the Torah. They have to listen to everything Chacham say. Chacham say, you can't go out of the Tchum. So you can't go out of the Tchum. However, not embarrassing yourself in public is, pushes off that mitzvah or the Avera of Leisasar. 
Now, obviously, other averts, we learned this a bunch of times, if a person is wearing shatnas, and that means he has to take off his pants in, in front of everybody, he must do so. And other halachas that covered a brioise is not doicha doiraisis, but this halacha of lois saucer, they have to listen to the Tamil Chacham, to Gadol, that it does push off. Says the Gemara, so if I have to go to the bathroom, I can't embarrass myself, so I go to the bathroom. So I start walking out of the Tchum. I can go out of the Tchum. Says the Gemara, Amri they said in Narda, if he's a smart one, he starts walking towards the city. He doesn't go in the opposite direction. He starts walking to where there's people. And he says, I need a bathroom. Oh, I can't go here because everybody's So like, he keeps on walking, walking, walking. And then he finally finds himself in the city. Oh, once you're in the city, now he can go throughout the whole city as far as he wants. Raboisai, have a wonderful year, a wonderful day, a wonderful week. Bezer Hashem, I shall see you tomorrow morning. I don't know if I have a daf prepared yet, but something will happen. Another, we're waiting for Ness. Maybe Leiby will teach it to me or something. And uh, Zell, have a wonderful, wonderful evening.